I'm pressing the button here. Check it out. We are live. Welcome to Discussing Art. This Ooh. is a live discussion. We are going to be talking about NFT Christmas, everything related to holiday projects. Plus, we're going to be breaking down the Wizards and Dragons game. There's been a new module, including training, that was just launched for Wizards and Dragons. We're really excited for that. It's a game that I've been playing since the whitelist. Um, I've been in that Discord the entire time that we've been working together. So, yeah, I'm really excited to keep talking about it and keep moving with uh, Wizards and Dragons. But first, we're going to play our little intro video here and just uh, get our show started right off the bat. Right. Welcome. Welcome to Discussing Art. We're going to start off right off the bat, and we're going to be talking about NFT Christmas, NFT Xmas, and specifically all of the great NFT projects that are surrounding us right now in the NFT world. This is the first time in NFT history that we've had all of these avatar projects. We've had such a large amount of people interacting on a daily basis, just with huge amounts of people coming in huge amounts of activity over on OpenSea. So there, this is not the first season ever of NFT Christmas projects, but it is some of the only ones that have ever existed. In 2017, there was an incredible project called Crypto Santa Gifts, and that project launched right in the end of 2017, the end of the beginning of 18. And there were a couple little things here and there, including Pranksy's advent calendar in 2020 and some other great projects that have come and gone. But this year, here in 2021, is the big one. It is the major, major turning point for NFTs, the major turning point for NFT Christmas. And I think something should be said that all 2021 Christmas projects will be legendary years from now because you'll be able to tie those in to that first year that we had that really big surge of NFTs. And so for anybody watching on our live stream, I'm going to pull up this awesome graphic to show just a little more, a bit more about NFT Christmas about NFTs in general and about what it is that you know we're working with here. So this is NFT Christmas or NFTXmas.net as we like to go and talk about it. And we will be getting to Wizards and Dragons here in the next segment very shortly. So NFTXmas is 8,888 hand-drawn Christmas trees minted and uh, put together by me and my amazing team, including our dev whose name is Michael Bonner. He's an amazing dude. I'm about to pin an awesome tag up here to the top. And I'm also going to invite Mr. Logan to join us onto the stage so that um, he can help me pin some tweets up as we go along. Um, let's see. You can stay muted, but I'm going to invite you onto the stage, brother. All right. Cool. Sounds good, man. Yeah. All right. So I've got Mr. Logan coming in with me. I'm about to go into the Twitter account for the for the project, which is NFTXmas, and pin a great tweet that can give you all the information so you can know all about this great project. Um, I've been working on this project since uh, July, when Christmas in July was coming about, and it was it started off just as a passion project where I just wanted to put a generative project together. As an artist, I love the space. I love all the great generated projects that are coming out. And I've had so much fun in the space. I've had so much fun collecting in the space and learning so much about the communities, joining in the communities that I wanted to give back and I wanted to see what I could do for charity and also see what I could do just as an amazing project myself. 
and I decided I didn't want to do an avatar project because a lot of my great people in the space were doing avatar projects, and I thought, why not do something that complements those projects instead? So with each of the pro each of the pieces in my collection, you get a Christmas tree, and that Christmas tree is procedurally decorated using all the elements that I hand drew, and I also added in the various NFTs that I love in my communities as ornaments. So you've got ornaments that are cool cats, you've got ornaments that are Forgotten Runes Wizard Cult, you've got ornaments that are Boring Banana Company and Bones and Bananas, another great banana NFT. You've got uh, my Ghost Crossover um, derivative, and you've even got some little hints and stuff of other projects that I just wanted to make sure everybody knew about. Plus, each of the trees has between one and six mint passes underneath the tree, and a mint pass is an ability to take and take your mint pass and later on mint that for more um for more nfts in the future and yeah so like that's one of the main things that you know we're doing over on the nft christmas side is to um bring together you know the idea of mint passes as presents and to take those presents underneath your tree and associate those with a trait on your open sea so that you can know hey i've got one present i've got six presents and each of those presents will turn into mint passes for the future projects that I'll be releasing over the next year and years. So you could save your mint passes and wait until, you know, I mint like a very large project a little, you know, closer to the summer. Or you could go ahead and just jump in and you could go ahead and mint the next time that I put a project out, which will be in the early part of next year in January. So either way, you'll have this membership pass and these mint passes so that you can keep collecting art as much as you want all through the year. It's going to be a lot of fun. So I'm going to move on to the next slide and just show a little bit more about the project. Um, if you are listening on our Twitter space, then one of the things I encourage you to do is go over to the, the NFT Xmas page and check out what we're showing on the video side because we're live streaming over there as well as showing all our video. And what we've done is I've created some, a some AR augmented reality experiences that have to do with the presence. All right, TikTok, it's present reveal time. Oh my gosh. Mom, come check this out. This is so cool. This presence, look at they're really here. This is so freaking cool. And what we're showing on the screen there is the presence in AR activated live as an example over on my uh, TikTok. And I'm going to show one more quick example here. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. So that's another example of another AR portion. For everybody listening, what we showed there is an AR presence sitting on a table and looking through your app, through TikTok or through Instagram stories or through some of the other methods that we'll put together so that you can see the actual presence come to life. And so the last thing I was going to show you is for everybody who is in our Discord, you already know this, but for everybody who's not, like, we just launched a way for you to take your background image for your, your Christmas tree, take your PFP, and then merge them into a brand new image. And it's a very simple process between taking the image that you want to use, your PFP, and then running over to a great site called remove.bg, which is a free site where you can remove the background from your image, upload and remove your image, and then go over to the free Canva template that I've produced. And Canva is a place where you can make graphics for free. You can sign up for a pro account that gets you a lot more 
extended um, options and features, but you don't need to do that. You can just get a free Canva account. You jump in, you open up the template that I've created, and it'll allow you to quickly and easily replace the background you know, image and replace the foreground image with your PFP so that you can have um, a background image that's Christmas to use with your Christmas trees, and you can have your foreground image for your, your PFP. And this template is going to be useful throughout the year because you can replace it later on when we get to winter, when we get into spring and summer. You can replace your background image on your PFP to whatever you want. So that is a technology that we're releasing to anybody who wants to use it. You can go into our Discord to find the link. Uh, the link to that Discord is on NFT Xmas. So just go to that Twitter account and you can see that. And, you know, we're going to keep sharing out as much as we can because one of the things we love about our utilities is sharing them out to people just joining in, people just getting to NFTs, and people just finding out about a lot of this. So that's one of the big things that we're really enjoying and having a lot of fun with and just talking about that. So I saw that Jolly Santa's jumped in here. And so before I get into Wizards and Dragons, I want to see if Jolly Santa wants to come on stage for a second and just talk about their project. Um, I'm going to invite you to speak and see what you like. We'd love to have you up and talk just a little bit about um, what all it is that you're working on. Hi, guys. Hi. Hello, hello. Hi, it's great to be here. I really love the uh, NFT Christmas trees, and I think it's like a brilliant idea about the gifts and, you know, the, the that you can actually get uh, an NFT depending on how many are below the tree. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think that's super cool. And yeah, obviously been on few spaces together. So yes, I really like your project. And when are you launching? Or have you already launched? Yeah, we've just uh, started minting. We're doing, um, we're doing, you know, a we're trying to fight gas wars. So I'm allowing people to mint yeah. whenever the gas is low. So um, another thing I just did for the people watching on the live view, I pulled up the Jolly Santa app so that you can jollysanta.app so that you can go over there and you can also join in the fun and get an amazing Jolly Santa NFT. It is on Solana, so that might be your first introduction to Solana NFTs as well. Can you tell a bit more about that too? Yeah, of course, of course. So uh, so basically, our Jolly Santa, uh, he looks like a tough guy, but he's actually soft inside. And it's launched on Solana because of the gas fees, as you mentioned. And what we are doing, we are giving 70% of mint to different charities. And uh, one charity that I really like is uh, the charity where the, it's, a, it's a small family-run charity in the U.S. called Four of Hearts, where they actually buy gifts for kids every year. And they pack the gifts and everything. So at the moment, they are working through gifting gifts for 260 kids and each kid gets something they want something they need something to read and something to wear are full of stocking but we also want to award our holders so what we're going to be giving we're going to be giving gift nfts for christmas so you might actually get uh, you might be unlucky and you get like just stocking full of coal or you might get something like really nice like stocking full of uh, diamonds stocking full of bitcoin stocking full of solana so all that sort of gift is going to be but it's whole fun that you actually don't know what you're going to get um yeah so that's just a little bit about my project we are still minting so minting on the website and uh minting for i believe what we're going to do we're going to mint for another week and then we're just going to close the mint and um, so that's the plan 
That's awesome. Um, yeah, that's something else we've been talking about too a lot is that, you know, these are all all um, NFT Christmas related NFTs that are coming out during the 2021, you know, year of minting. These will be locked in as like the very, you know, the 2021 season. And it's something that as an NFT researcher and archaeologist, I figured is, and I found this out over the years, you know, to be true in my experience is that NFTs that are tied to specific years, like 2021, for example, become more and more classic over time because you know and can associate, you know, when the NFT came out. And so I think that is really awesome that you released in 2021 as well, especially on Solana. There's a lot of good reasons to think like this project, you know, and all the holders of those projects, you know, all Christmas projects for this year, especially, will have special, you know, properties along the lines and, you know, just, There'll be special memories associated with the 2021 NFTs, I feel like. Yeah, definitely. I think probably like, uh, you know, in a few years' time, somebody's going to pull these NFTs and they're going to say, oh, this was the first uh, Christmas NFTs ever. Absolutely. So I think that's probably super cool. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to pull up on the video side, if you guys are watching, I'm pulling up my website as well. So this is NFT dot, uh, NFT and this is what our website looks like. We've got a 8,888 NFT Xmas trees. Um, there's an ability to mint now. You can uh, mint for 0.048 each uh, in Ethereum. And we are on the Ethereum uh, blockchain. And then you can also join our Discord from here. And then just a real quick you know, overview of the roadmap that we proposed was you know, to unlock at 10% to start uh, talking about our presence airdrop and how we'll do presence. And then to uh, start unlocking other portions like our roadmap for presence and what we intend to do next year for everybody to claim presence. Because if anyone has seen um, the the 3D presence we've produced, only one of the presents so far actually looks like a Christmas present for, per se. Most of the presents look like different presents you give throughout the years. You know, whether it's an anniversary present or a birthday present or a present for you know someone special in your life, like one's called the executive because it's a present for it's a present you give to somebody who has everything. And those are just you know some of the types of things we're going to do because. One thing we've been thinking a lot, you know, when we were working on our project is how to, you know, make the project a great long term project, but still tie it into Christmas because we didn't want people to think that, you know, our project would go away after Christmas or that our team would go away after Christmas. We're going to keep working on more and more stuff, just like I'm sure Jolly Santa, you know, you'll be working on more Solana NFTs, you know, whether it's a different theme, you know, coming after Christmas. And I saw that uh, um, Christmas Weirdos, they already have some amazing um, things planned for after Christmas with their weirdo collection. And. It's just a, something that we've all been thinking about is how to add value and build build up this great community we're all a part of together and really see what's going on with that. So speaking of that, Jolly Santa, do um, do you guys have anything uh, you want to reveal about your plans for next year at all? Yeah, so the whole plan is to have the charitable festival NFTs and the owners, holders of the Jolly Santa NFT will be actually getting an NFT drop for Easter. Oh, we are awesome. to launch, yeah, launch Bouncing Bunny. And we have to see what we're going to do, actually. I mean, that's the plan, but you know how the, the game is already, like everybody's doing play-to-earn games, everybody's doing, like, staking. So we'll have to see what sort of, 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 of drop is going to be. But, yeah, definitely they are going to be getting um, an NFT for Easter. That's awesome. And then hopefully after that, you can continue doing that. Uh, but another thing I'm also considering, maybe to do some NFT that is actually not festive, 
Yeah. And the reason being is just you have more time to sell. Yep. Very much. Yeah. yeah that's something that we've yeah we thought about too because you know I uh, I did start working on the project back in uh, July because I wanted to give myself you know the longest run ma- runway I could you know to get people warmed up to the idea of you know Christmas trees. And then, you know, earlier on in the season, you know, um, August, September, people were like, please don't talk to me about Christmas right now. And I'm like, okay, fair enough. (laughs) And then we got into September and it was the same thing. They're like, you know, maybe. And then October, it was like, all right, maybe after Halloween, you can talk to me about Christmas. Um, (laughs) But then, you know, um, here in the States, um, you know, we got to Thanksgiving next. And then after Thanksgiving is the traditional start of the Christmas season. Well, you know, once we got past Thanksgiving, you know, we're basically at the beginning of December. So now suddenly we only have less than a month to really talk about Christmas when people want to talk about Christmas. Yeah, that's it. So we just have a short period and, you know, some projects actually take like much longer and then they can mint for quite a long time. And, you know, there are projects that mint for like a couple of months. Absolutely. Some of the biggest, most legendary projects, it took them a couple months to get their first full sellout. Um, other, yeah. pro- other projects, you know, that like even something to the, to the, um, effect of board apes, board apes, it took them over a week to do their initial sellout. And then, mm. and then, yeah, and that's something that people don't think about now because of what we, you know, we think of board apes in a slightly different way, but you know, that was a project that people did not jump straight into, um, as a project that did not mint out on the first few days. It didn't even have a lot of hype behind it, just to be honest. Because um, if it did, I probably would have bought one because I was here. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't we all? <laughs> yeah. I, I hit the reject button um, several times when I went to go um, buy one off secondary because the gas fees were pretty high at the time. And this was like in um, April. I'm getting a feedback for myself here. But, yeah, but you know, I, I what I always see because I do have um, – I do have a really great collection that I really love. And while every piece, you know, isn't, you know, worth a million dollars, I also know myself well enough to know that even if they were, I still would probably be holding them right now. I probably wouldn't have sold still. Yeah. Um. I know. I- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and I see um, too. Am I right that around 1130, there's another great um, uh, spaces starting with the, um, with the elves, right? I think we have a space at 11.30. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we'll probably um, – we'll move on, and we're going to talk about Wizards and Dragons a bit and, and try to wrap up right at 11.30, and then we'll come over and join uh, join you on your yeah. – as well. Come join us. We'll be again with the couple of days, and then you can uh, tell us a bit more of a project. I just hope there's going to be people attending. I might be quite a few people. So I'll just send you out, invites out again now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I'm pretty excited. Well, I think we're going to um, move on just so that people uh, can get, get a little listen to the other topic we're going to discuss on this particular podcast, which is uh, the Wizards and Dragons game. And um, another big thing just happened with them, so I'm going to pin that tweet up to the top here. And okay, and then for our live viewers, I'm going to move into our slide that goes along with that. All right, so for anybody who joined us to talk about Wizards and Dragons, and Josh, if you don't mind, I'm mute for a second. Um, and anybody who joined us to talk about Wizards and Dragons, we just want to give a quick overview of this game and just say how excited and thankful we are for you to join the show and to talk to us because we absolutely love 
NFTs. We love the NFT world. And one of the hottest, most interesting things going on right now is the game of a game of Wizards and Dragons. So a game of Wizards and Dragons is a very interesting concept with NFTs where you actually take NFT wizards and the initial idea was that we had a whitelist. You went into their Discord channel. You wrote the word guard over and over again until you were granted your whitelist position. And then if you were granted your whitelist position, then you minted and the the project minted for 0.08. And once you minted your first two wizards in your Gen 0, then those wizards began to generate their own token. And that token is called GP. And the GP token is the token that allows the wizards to mint additional wizards. It gets very complicated very quick. (laughs) In fact, I'm going to pull up their Medium article so that I can give you just a a quick view exactly of what they're saying because it's it's easier sometimes to explain with the coming from them than to try to explain it coming just directly from myself. Um, And that's something that um, has been the most challenging part, I think, of this game is that it is such a new concept in the NFT world that I don't think it really fully lands or fully even really makes sense yet. So just going back to the top and just chatting about it, Wizards and Dragons, coming. this is coming from their medium, it's a fully on-chain 100% game combining collectible-focused utility and DeFi mechanics. It introduces new game mechanics such as treasure chests, tributes, and sacrifices, and they'll be creating a community-driven game fully playable online using NFTs within DeFi. So this game is a game that is originally based on the Wolf game, which is another gaming DeFi platform game that was created not too long ago, and that game just completely took the NFT world by storm in the fourth quarter. Everybody really figured that we'd seen everything there was to be seen in this world, but then between these game gaming DeFi mechanics and the other side of the coin, the metaverse that's been launched, and it's become extremely popular in the last few weeks and months. That's what's really changed things and really made everything get really excited again right here at the end of the year for NFTs. So what had happened with the Wolf game is they had a similar dynamic where you would you would gain characters and you would stake those characters. And in exchange for staking them, you would receive a certain amount of in-game currency that would mint and you'd claim. In their case, it was Wool. In the case of the Wizards & Dragons game, it's GP, which I think think stands for gold pieces but we just call it it's just called gp so when that game launched the wolf game it was an amazing game the everyone was excited everyone was playing their hearts out the floor was rising and then there was a critical exploit that was found within the code so they temporarily paused the contract so that they could fix those exploits well as soon as they they paused and they gave that little bit of breathing room a whole host of other games started to launch that were based on the same code. Now, since that code was open sourced then the uh, from the Wolf game, then a lot of people just went and just copied the code, you know, straight up and just did their own version of the game with a new wrapper, whether it was bears or foxes or just other versions of the exact same game. One thing that drew me into Wizards and Dragons and made me really want to play Wizards and Dragons and become deep in the Wizards and Dragons game was that they went through and they wanted to solve any of the problems that were wrong with the contract before they launched. So what they ended up doing is putting out a game that was that crick, that fixed as many of the critical holes as we knew about about the game. And what's happened now is the game has evolved and continued to evolve and become even more of a fun 
complicated DeFi mechanic game where there's a deflationary token called GP that is used to create the new characters and take the actions within the game. So, you know, going back, you know, to where the community has worked, everyone has been extremely supportive of each other, minting their wizards, minting their dragons, stealing GP from each other, learning, growing, and trying to develop this game into what it's become. But what has happened in the last 24 hours is the new parts of the game have actually become start to come to fruition. Originally, we were going to have Act 1, which was the battle for GP, Act 2, which is the guard and the player versus player mechanic, and Act 3, which is a job system for the characters. Well, due to everything moving so fast in the NFT world, the people who are the devs behind the Wizards and Dragons game decided to go ahead and add this new mechanic in called training. And so what is training? I'm going to move back to the Wizards and Dragons medium that was just released to talk a little bit about what is training and what's going on exactly with the whole idea of training. Let me pop this right back up here for a second while I switch slides. Um, And what actually is going on with the mechanics of this game? Because before, this game was fairly simple. You would take your wizards, you take your dragons, you stake them on the website... And then most of the actions that occurred from there were happening automatically. Well, now we're getting into some real decisions parts. You have to actually start making some decisions with your characters at this point. And that's called training. So coming from directly from their medium, we've been wondering what is happening. Well, here we go. At the time of writing from the medium, there are 6,197 unique players. That's a huge player pool. And that's one of the largest groups of people that are in a single NFT community in the OpenSea world. Um, There are 45,816 total Wizards and Dragons, and over 9,000 F has been traded. So what is happening now is the training grounds are an update to Act 1 that allow the players to earn PvP items that can be used in Act 2. And the training will expect to go live today or tomorrow. And today, um, when we're recording this podcast, it is December 10th, 2021. So what is happening now? Before, you would stake your wizards, you'd earn GP. Well, now you can start to do things beyond that, including training, minting of whips and rare items, magic runes, elixirs of healing, food, an item called Phoenix Down that allows you to revive your party more quickly, and various equipment pieces that will make you stronger when you're doing your battles. Basically, this went from an extremely, extremely simple stake and stake and um, see what happens autoplay game into a game that has a lot of decision points. So the game is getting more complicated, and each of the different aspects of the game that are being added are actually deflationary to the GP token. So as more of these things are announced and more training begins to happen then more GP will be burnt and will uh, cease to exist entirely and therefore making acquiring GP and using it in the game more hard and more rare to do. So it's some of the craziest DeFi mechanics anyone has ever seen. No one's ever played through an entire game before because this is the first time we've ever got this far using these mechanics. So no one knows exactly what's going to happen next. We've got some amazing influencers like Pranksy, who is way deep in the game. Um, At last count, I think he had over 500 wizards and about closing in on 100 dragons. So he is playing this game to win. We don't know if having a larger army 
is better or if everything will be one-to-one. We're all finding that stuff out right now. So this is one of those things, and one of the main reasons I wanted to discuss Wizards and Dragons on this particular episode was because we don't know what a month from now or two months from now, what the game will look like. So I wanted to give this overview of the current game and what's happening with the game, because if you go back a month or two from now, it may be a much different way of looking at the game than what we look at it today. So just getting through the final points, the way that training is currently structured, you will spend 12,000 GP on your staked non-Generation Zero Wizards to mint a random item. You can also use those items additionally, you know, throughout the second act to to booster your characters and to develop more complicated skill sets. Um, all of the items and everything that's happened so far has happened on traditional L1 Ethereum, which means that you have to pay the gas fee. And I don't know about all of you, but at least in December of 2021, gas fees have been outrageous. And paying a single Ethereum transaction could be upwards of $100 per single action. So taking those actions is not something for the faint of heart, and it's not for something who you know has you know a lot to lose in the game. Basically, it's only been for people who have a lot, you know, something they can risk in disposable, you know, a disposable amount of F, you would say. Um, but what they're doing now is they're going to be moving using a staking contract to make the gameplay happen on L2 which means that they'll be using an Ethereum Layer 2 contract, which in the end means that we won't not have to pay those same gas fees that are severely restricting gameplay at this time. So that is a huge move for the team to enable a super futuristic technology to be layered on top of an already very futuristic technology so that they can continue to develop the game and have a lot of new things going on that will keep the game growing and thriving for hopefully years to come. So the last things to um, discuss with the new um, Wizards and Dragons parts are the quests. There will be quests you know, that are coming out that will also require GP. And then finally, the player versus player in Act 2, which will involve Wizards and Dragons and PvP items and can have lucrative rewards. The final details are not out yet, but this is one of those games that will allow you to you decide your own risk tolerance, decide whether or not you want to put it all in or if you want to stay, you know, very towards the back and just hanging out and seeing what happens with the game. That's a little bit more my strategy. So that's just a little overview of what's going on with the Wizards and Dragons game, a game that came out of nowhere in the last just few few weeks um, and it was based on the Wolf game, which also just came out of nowhere and took everybody by surprise with the NFT world. Um the last thing I'd like to share with you here for a moment, and then we'll get into some open mic and questions, and then I'll allow my um, my co-host, Mr. NFT Logan, to um, ask any other questions he might have about what we've got going on. But first thing I have to do is just kind of give an overview of what it is we've got planned for the next two weeks for this 12 Days of Christmas promotion. We're going to keep talking about NFT Eximus. We're going to keep talking about great projects. So for today, we are talking about Wizards and Dragons. The plan for tomorrow is to talk about Forgotten Runes Wizard Cult. And Forgotten Runes Wizard Cult, of course, is one of the most amazing communities in the NFT world. It is one of the projects that will be launching with Coinbase NFT. It is originally a 10,000-piece group uh, collection of on-chain wizards, one of the first on-chain collections to really gain prominence. So we're really excited to talk about Forgotten Runes Wizard Cult and where that one's going.
Next up on the 12th, we're going to be talking about Cool Cats. We're going to be telling stories and talking about, you know, how we got here. What is it that's amazing about Cool Cats? And how did, you know, each of the people that has Cool Cats, what are their stories about how they ended up getting their Cool Cat and what they ended up doing with it? So for the 13th, we're going to be talking about 2014 to 2018 NFT projects. And that includes NFT archaeology pieces and platforms that many people aren't aware of yet, but soon will be. And we'll be discussing the test assets. We'll be discussing moon cats. We'll be discussing the counterparty platform. We'll be discussing the emblem vault platform, which is a way to take a lot of old NFTs or, or proto NFTs from before the 721 um, standard and wrap them so that you can show them on OpenSea and make them buyable and sellable. We'll also be discussing rare Pepe's, Nilly coins, and all the amazing classic assets that have been rediscovered lately or have just started to reemerge as interest in NFTs has grown. For the 15th, we're going to be bringing it all the way back. And it's this one is super close to me. We're going to be talking about the Boring Banana Company. We're going to be talking about bones and bananas. And of course, we'll keep talking about NFT Xmas trees and minting all the way through the holidays because we're raising money for Toys for Tots with our NFT Christmas tree promotion. So the reason that I love Boring Banana Company is because gaining membership into their community gave me access to the templates and to the information I needed to get started writing my first smart contract. And then uh, jumping in and combining forces with an amazing developer named Michael Bonner who developed um, the contract for NFT Xmas. And we were able to use our information from the Bones uh, Boring Bones Boring Bananas Company, and combine that with our own ideas and knowledge and my art to make our contract. And so we love the Boring Banana Company, their mission to help onboard and empower the next generation of NFT collectors and uh, creators is one that we fully support. And then the other side of that, the Bones and Bananas Group are an amazing um, first non-associated, complimentary, high-effort, community-centered, multi-priced, no-bonding-curve, collectible project. And it's just an amazing other collection of banana NFTs at the moment that are expanding and growing and just have a huge and amazing community. Um, for December the 14th, we're going to talk about women-led projects, including Fame Lady Squad, Women Rise, Sad Girl Bar. We'll talk about Nilly Coin some more and a few other ones that are popping up right now that we're going to try to get a few amazing live guests on the show to talk more about women-led projects. For the 16th, we're going to be talking about the Hash Masks. The Hash Masks was a project that launched in January 2021. It is what I consider the first legendary project to hit, even months before Bored Apes, months before any of the other projects you've ever even heard of. The Hash Masks were doing a, most of the amazing things that everyone is trying to do now, including the fact that owning a single Hash Mask gets you 10 NCT tokens dropped to you every single day for the next 10 years. So they're also the first that I know of project that's an NFT project that has a ERC-20 token that is automatically emitted and dropped by the, by the token holder. Um, another uh, great fact about hash masks is you do not have to stake your hash masks to receive your NCT each day. Just continue to own them. So the hash masks are an incredible project, one of the most legendary. We'll be talking about that. On the 16th, we're going to go all the way with NFT Xmas. <laughs> we're going to spend the whole entire show talking about Christmas trees, talking about NFT um, 
products that are Christmas related. We're going to bring on Jolly Santa. We're going to bring on Secret Santa Society. We're going to bring on Cardano Christmas Trees. We're going to bring on so many amazing projects. Every project that we've been partnering with and having great fun with this entire Christmas season. We're going to bring them all together and chat all about NFT Xmas. So then on the 18th, we're going to be talking about indie artists. Indie artists and one-of-one artists, including some of the great ones that I know of named Simple Cat, plus Ghosts, Sly Bunny, My Dude Wadu, and so many other incredible artists that have really just influenced me and just made me excited. And as a collector, really gave me faith in the NFT community because I have found so many amazing pieces of art and so much amazing like community within these artists that it's really changed everything for me. So this is the big difference between one-of-one artists and all generative projects, is these artists are making single images by hand, one-on-one, and they're putting those images and their hearts out there so that you can collect their amazing work. Then on the 19th, the behemoth, the friends. We're going to talk about the the party that hasn't even started yet, that won't stop, the amazing Gary Vaynerchuk's um, group called V Friends, and V Friends is one that is simmering under the surface. Everyone knows it's extremely, extremely uh, great to be part of that community. That there are a lot of um, hard to define intrinsic values to being part of that community that make it amazing. And we're just going to discuss everything amazing about V Friends. Rounding out our last couple days, we're going to do it. We're going to talk about the metaverse. <laughs> we're going to stay focused on the World Wide Web which is the 2D metaverse that launched in March but has been developing and developing and then finally started their true alpha where everybody could start playing just a couple months ago. Then just a couple weeks ago had their their land sale in which they sold small, medium, large, and penthouse-size apartments. And those pieces, even though you can't enter your apartment or do anything with them quite yet, everyone knows because of how playable and how interoperable the World Wide Web is that is one of the most major metaverses. They've already shattered the records for how many people have attended live events. They've already shattered the records for interoperability where you can take your various NFT avatars into the world and actually play as your avatar. They've really changed the game in a lot of ways, including being the first metaverse to put their fully fully playable metaverse out before they offered any sort of land grab or any sort of um, offer to players. So that's a lot of work to, and a lot of faith to put in. And then finally, our final show of the year is going to be our NFT recap. We're going to recap all the best projects of the year. We're going to talk about the top three projects, including, of course, we'll talk about CryptoPunks. We'll talk about Board Ape Yacht Club. We'll talk about amazing generative art like Art Blocks. We'll talk about Decentraland, Sandbox, Web3, Cool Cats, Forgotten Runes, We'll talk about every amazing project that you've been a part of or that you didn't quite get a chance to be a part of. And we will do a final definitive list to see exactly who, according to various metrics, really were the top projects in this year. And, of course, we'll start discussing what is next for 2022. Because if 2021 was any kind of indication, then we know that 2022 will be full of innovation. It'll be full of emerging stars as the NFT world expands. It'll be full of all the brands in the world doing cash grabs, trying to come in and grab your money because they think the NFT world is part of their thing. And we'll see what exactly happens. A year from now, hopefully we've all got more amazing NFTs collected. 
we haven't got rug pulled by crazy establishments and everybody's you know having the same kind of year that we've been having for 2021 for the nft world and that's what we want we want everyone to have a great time we want to have fun and we just want to keep doing it and just keep on talking nfts well i'm going to take it back to my first slide up here and i am going to open the floor up for just a second um and see mr logan landers my uh awesome co-host in this you are newer to the nft scene correct you yep. are um finding you know finding out a lot about what's going on with this world you're um you're doing your thing you know you're um, gonna rock my pfp uh and cool <laughs> cats while until we get through christmas you know and just tell me so what's what, what are your thoughts on the nft world um and how's your start been and you know how's it has it been so far uh, well, well, I mean, we, we've talked, you know, off air before, and it's just, it's kind of like jumping into a deep end pool, right? Mm -hmm. Where you just, there's a lot to look at, and there's a lot of shiny objects, right? Mm -hmm. And it's just the more you just kind of, it, it's like anything, right? You just got to dive, you just got to look into it, see what you like, see what you really, because you're always going to find something that you're attached to, right? right. Some people might really like uh, the Wizards and Dragons, some people might like CryptoPunks. Etc. Etc. And the cool thing that I've seen about just all the the you know thousands and millions of NFTs I've, I've been going through the last couple of days is just the variety. And there's a lot of really talented artists out there. You know, I, I'm excited to when we whenever we get um some of the indie artists on because that's going to be a really good show. Mm -hmm. But I, I think that you know, especially just going back to Wizards and Dragons, since that's what we're going on today just basically the fact right that they were able to make their own video game out of it out of yeah. out of art and out of you know pfps and it really kind of gives you that that real mentality of like hey you know this is my character in this game and you become really attached to it and you know you know some people grew up on old nintendo some people grew up on playstation xbox you know you talk about it you know 10 15 years from now jeremiah yeah. And some people might be saying, you know, I grew up on Wizards and Dragons. I grew up on NFT-based games. And I think that, you know, it, like it is it's still in its infancy, right? It's only the popularity of NFTs haven't even, uh, it, it really started blowing up this year. But, you know, like you said, 10, 15 years from now, who knows where we're going to be? And who knows just how wide scale this could be in the near future? And it, it's exciting it's it's a lot to to take in but like you said i am getting into it and it is an exciting time so i mean there is no there's no time to join in late uh you know if you ever if, if my advice is if you want to get in just do it do you, do some research on your own and uh it, it ain't that scary right it, it it's not go it, it it's not that scary and uh it, it's a fun time though Absolutely. Yeah. And definitely, I appreciate that. And, you know, and I appreciate you being on this, this journey. Um, as if some of you already know, but uh, me and Mr. Landers also produce an amazing sports podcast called 100 Yards of Football Sports Talk Radio. We've uh, produced over 500 episodes of the podcast and probably over a thousand episodes of the yeah. video version <laughs> of the podcast. Because <laughs> we've been we've been out there for quite a few years. And so this is, you know, another topic, but it's also, you know, a, a broadcast medium and stuff we are comfortable with. So, Mr. Landers, I really appreciate you being on this journey with us as we uh, kind of explore these other topics um, and as we get into deeper parts of this. Of course, man, so, it's my pleasure. 
Yeah, absolutely. So as we wrap up, uh, the last thing I like to do is just remind you that our show is sponsored by NFTXmas.net. It's an amazing generative project where I have personally hand-drawn Christmas trees, 8,888 of them, procedurally decorated using my own wallet for the PFPs that I own the IP rights to, plus my original artwork, including original pets, including dogs and cats, spilled wine, and other amazing things. Because what I like to do is to have fun, to help people, to to combine projects, which is why this isn't a PFP project. But you can so you can put it in the background of for your art, and you know just having a lot of fun and then raising money for charity. Because one of the other things we're doing is we're raising money for Toys for Tots. So every one of your mints also goes partially to to Toys for Tots to make sure that there are uh, Christmas presents under the tree for all the kids. So the last thing I was going to say is we are going to finish that mining out, you know, for this season for on the 22nd so we can have time to still send our donation over to Toys for Tots. So that's a huge thing for us. Go over to our page, www.twitter.com forward slash NFTXmas. Join in the fun, mint a Christmas tree, jump into the Discord, let us know what you're doing, and let, let us know if you're going to join in all the fun and all the things we're working on. So for the entire group here, I am your host, Jeremiah Long, and you've been watching our coverage called Discussing Art, which is a live discussion of NFTs. And We will be back tomorrow with another live episode. See you then.